0: Welcome to Stories from the First Watch. This is not a true episode of Stories from the First Watch, but rather a short summary of the prologue and the first five full episodes. I'll try to release these every five episodes or so, both as a chance for listeners to catch up on the story and as an aid memoir to myself so I don't make any glaring plot errors. I'll also try and throw in some tidbits about my thought processes, creative methods and so on. But let's dive back in from the beginning. In the prologue, we met each PC for the first time. Their stats were rolled up, and we got an introduction to their backgrounds. We first see Killia spying on the crowds at the Feast of the Kestrel's Eye, an archery competition that draws together the great and the good of the town of Forlond. She is looking for a victim to pickpocket, so that she can complete her training as a thief for the Greyfellows Thieves Guild. She notices the arrival of the town's ruler, the arrogant Lord Merrick, but then settles on what she hopes is the easier target of a merchant. Unfortunately, she is caught in the act, and town guards give chase. She is rescued by a disapproving member of the Greyfellows, who is looking on, and the two of them evade the guards the thief takes her to the St. ogre Inn, ordering her to lie low for a few days. A couple of days later, on a dark and stormy night, we meet Helmander, leading a horse through the rain-lashed streets of Foreland. He arrives at a livery stable, making contact with a shadowy gatekeeper, who eventually lets him in. He meets with a mysterious contact, for whose benefit he has stolen the horse from Lord Flay, commander of the sudden border patrol. The woman then betrays him, calling out for the guards, who march him off to the town jail. However, he takes them by surprise and manages to escape, knocking them unconscious. He too heads for the safety of the St. Inn. The next day we meet Narvi, a dwarven acolyte who is acting as an ambassador between the dwarves of the Copper Hills and Lord Merrick, who are engaged in a trade dispute. He is unceremoniously laughed out of the meeting, and storms off to the Saint and to drown his sorrows. Finally, we meet Mara, who is studying at Forlon's College of Magic. Due to being a foreigner, she is mocked by her petulant fellow student Kristen, who is the nephew of Lord Merrick. After humiliating him, she is rescued by Gamma Valena, the head of the college, who sends her on a mission to find a herbalist, who frequents the Saint and all four PCs meet each other at the inn, where the peace is shattered by the arrival of Kristen and his drunken friends. They mock Mara, and Narvi comes to her rescue, punching out Kristen, who then flees, threatening to call the guards. Nella, the landlady, who is an acquaintance of the Greyfellows, hides the PCs in a secret room in the cellar whilst the inn is raided. In return, she asks them to take part in a special mission. In episode 1, we find out that this mission is to find Elwyn, a grey fellow who is also a herbalist, the man Mara was sent to find. He was seen in the village of Hollow Hill, a few days' travel from Forland. The party are given provisions and equipment and leave the town by a secret route. Once out into the wider world, the party get to know each other a bit more, before stumbling across a deserted farmhouse. Listening at the door, Killia hears the sound of muffled calls. Elmander is reluctant to investigate, but Narvi's faith compels him to lead a rescue attempt. Inside, the party sees a bound man, but are then ambushed by a group of goblins. After a tough battle, the party defeats the creatures and unties the man, who turns out to be Elwyn. Rather than returning straight to Forlont, however, Elwyn convinces the party to help him investigate reports of bandits kidnapping inhabitants of the village of Hollow Hill. He claims that goblins have been working with these human bandits, based in the ruins of what Narvi claims is a dwarven outpost. The episode ends with Killia finding a map of the hideouts on one of the goblins' corpses. In episode 2, the focus pulls back from the party to rest on a band of goblins, led by the gruff hobgoblin Druk, who had made camp upon the Miston Moor. Once their scout, Kef, has confirmed the location of the abandoned farmhouse, they make their way down to collect the captive and deliver him to their chieftain. Meanwhile, the party welcomes Elwyn to their ranks, however temporarily, and a combination of his skill with herbs and one of the precious healing potions, restores Elmander to full health and tends to Narvi's wounds. The party debates the next course of action, but once Killia catches sight of Goblin activity at the farmhouse they recently left, their decision is made for them. The Goblin Band has come upon the scene of the combat, and, seeing their slain comrades and their prisoner missing, an enraged Druk orders his band to hunt the party down. A tense chase ensues across the rocky landscape of the Miston Moor, and the gap between the two groups narrows before the party just makes the so-called safety of the Shadow Woods. Setting up camp, the party draws lots for the Night's Watch. During Killia's turn, she becomes aware that something is stalking the camp. Emerging from the darkness, a huge dire wolf, a powerful predator, prepares to pounce on its prey. In episode 3, the party springs to combat, surrounding the wolf. Elmanda takes a wound to the arm, but after a tough fight, the wolf is finally silenced. Spooked, the party decide to get on the move once again, until finally they stop due to sheer exhaustion, and they find a sheltered spot for the night. In the morning, they continue their journey until they come to a raging river, the Galadris, which flows through the Shadow Woods. Elwin is pleased, as this means they can follow it to navigate their way out, but first they have to cross the steep bank. After a difficult descent, crossing, and ascent up the opposite bank, the party makes it to the other side, albeit with a few injuries. Elated, Killia goes off to hunt for breakfast. Meanwhile, we follow the goblin band, as they disagree over the course of action. Druk, the leader, solves the issue by killing the goblin who disagrees with him, and the other goblins are shocked into silence. Episode 4 starts with a flashback. We see Killia in training to become a thief, supervised by the High Fox, one of the leaders of the Greyfellows. After failing a number of times, and having been admonished by the High Fox, she surprises him by pickpocketing him without his knowledge, and he happily changes his mind about her readiness. Back to the present, and Killia bags a rabbit for breakfast. Satisfied, the party head deeper into the woods, where Mara sees some strange symbols carved into a tree. Curious, the party investigate, but are caught up in a trap set by the gnomes, whose realm they have strayed into. The gnomes' leader, the Woodfather, orders the party to follow him to the home of their queen, who has a mission for them. In episode 5, the party is taken into the Queen's underground palace to be greeted by the Queen, Walia. She tells them that an evil creature has been hunting her people and has a lair in the northern reaches of the woods. She asks the party for their help, stating that they will be greatly rewarded, whilst also warning that if they refuse, they will receive no further protection in their journey through the woods. After a night of debate, the party agrees to help. They are presented with two scouts, Tomta and Nissa, whilst Mara is given a powerful magic missile scroll to aid them in their fight. The party travels up into the high areas of the woods, Noting uneasily how the wildlife becomes scarce and silent. Finding a stagnant pond, surrounded by a rock formation, Tomte makes a horrible discovery, a pile of half-eaten gnome corpses. Whilst the party inspect it, they are surprised by their foe, a giant Draco lizard, who drops down on Elmander from the trees. A vicious fight ensues. The party are initially unable to hurt the lizard, but eventually wear it down, only for it to savagely attack Narvi, who falls under the onslaught. Mercifully, the party slays the lizard, and Narvi survives, just. The episode ends with Narvi being brought back to consciousness by the party's final healing potion. He awakes, joyously telling his companions that he has had a vision of his god, Gazan. We shall soon find out what happens next to the party. Will they escape the shadow woods unscathed? and will they finally arrive in the stricken village of Hollow Hill? Meanwhile, as a companion to the podcast, I have started a blog to keep track of the key elements of the story. The first blogs provide the character sheets for the original PCs, and also the first few locations of the campaign world that we have discovered. You can find the blog at firstwatchstories.blogspot.com Please feel free to drop me a message there if you like the show, or want to leave me any feedback. You can also contact me via email at firstwatchstories at gmail.com or on Twitter at at firstwatchstories. This first is written numerically as 1ST. I am actively looking for contributors, whether it be voices for NPCs or to provide music or sound effects. I am also keen to cross-promote with your own shows. If you have any promo you want me to add, and are happy to put mine into your show, please let me know. Thank you, and see you next time for more stories from the first watch.